0: takes a lover the ds billings mystery
1: what was that oh. oh the window oh oh god damn this confounded storm Who's that? You, by the wardrobe. What are you doing in my room? Hello, John. Roger Thornton. It can't be... It can't be you. This is a dream. Of course it's a dream. What do you want from me? What's it
2: like to be
1: dead? Dead? You're the one who's dead. Only from the outside. I have to go back to bed. I hate these morphine-induced nightmares.
2: I hear you've been admiring my
1: portrait. What? Who from? Who do you think?
2: He hovers over us like a buzzard, and sees everything we do.
1: I was only looking at it.
2: Indulging in solitary vices can lead to lunacy. They taught me that at Sunday school.
1: I didn't do anything.
2: But you wanted to. A sin's a sin. God does not differentiate between sins of the mind and sins of the body. And what is this?
1: It helps me to sleep.
2: Do you think God doesn't see you just because you inject after sundown?
1: There's no harm in it. I get tense and anxious. It helps me rid myself of troubling feelings. Why are you so tense and anxious? I don't know.
2: Maybe... It's because you choose a life of solitude.
1: I did not choose a life of solitude. Why are you always alone, then? I've yet to meet the right lady. <laughs> lady, he says. <laughs> Why are you laughing?
2: <laughs> it's not a lady you want, is it, Detective Sergeant? I don't know what you mean. Don't you? Have you never seen a handsome young man walk past you in the street and wondered what it would be like to hold him? <clears throat> no, no. Have you never wondered what it would be like to feel his arms around you? I have not. You need to be touched more. That's your problem. When was the last time you were touched? Touched. Embraced.
1: Loved. I do not need to be touched.
2: Would you like to hold me?
1: No. Let me hold you. Let go of me! Hush.
2: (laughs) Don't fight it. That's it. Give in to it. Enjoy it. Can you smell the scent of lavender wafting from my shirt? Yes. And do you feel my golden locks
1: tickling your nostrils? Yes. There's somebody there. Let them wait. I can't. I have to wake up. I have to open the door.
2: Have you found out what happened to me yet?
1: Please, let me go.
2: You don't really believe that I walked out onto the moors in feverish delusion and froze to death there, do you? They'll laugh at you back at the yard if you write that in your report.
1: Let me go, please. I don't want them to find me dazed and doped again. Please. Please.
3: (gasps) Mr. Billings, open up. It's time for you to go.
1: Yes. Yes, I'm coming.
3: Good morning, Wilcoxon. But you're not ready. Yardley's waiting outside for you. The train to York leaves in an hour. I'm not going. You're not? But you promised Mrs. Thornton that you would be off first thing in the morning. We arranged a carriage specially for you. Well, I've changed my mind. I haven't finished my inquiries. But there isn't anything else for you to learn here, Mr. Billings.
1: We've given you the whole story between us. Why don't you meet me in your parlour in half an hour, Mr. Wilcox? I have some questions I should like to ask you. Uh, Can't you ask me them now? I'd prefer to get dressed first. Mrs. Thornton will not be happy about this. You can tell your mistress that I shall be speaking to her too. She won't talk to you again, Detective Sergeant Billings. I can tell you that now. She'll do as she's told, Mr. Wilcox, as will you. Now, if you don't mind, I'd like to get dressed. I shall see you in your parlor in half an hour.
3: There you are, Mr
1: Billings. Well, what is it now? What earth could there be that you're still unclear about? Will you sit down, Mr Wilcox? No, I will not. Well, you won't mind if I do. <clears throat> the Yorkshire Constabulary's report made no mention of Gracie's maltreatment in this house. It seems to me that the abuse she suffered under your supervision must certainly have contributed to the distress which drove her into the asylum. Maltreatment? Isn't it odd that the Yorkshire Constabulary did not report on it? Well, there was nothing to report. Gracie was not abused. So she wasn't beaten? Beaten? She wasn't hit or slapped or kicked. Why are you asking me that? Who told you Gracie was beaten? I'm the one doing the interviewing, Mr Wilcox. Will you answer my question?
0: No. <laughs>
3: "'You must understand, Gracie had a child's mind, "'and it was easy to forget sometimes "'that she was actually a 52-year-old woman. "'I admit Martha did sometimes resort to disciplining her "'the way she would a child. "'A slap on the head if Gracie wouldn't listen, "'or a a kick on the backside when she was frustratingly slow over her chores, "'but it, it was never forceful, never
1: painful.' And it had the desired effect. So you wouldn't call that abuse? No, I would not. I wonder if the cook would see it differently. She spoke with great relish and delight when she told me about tormenting Gracie. You mustn't believe everything Martha says. She likes to embellish things. She told me a few interesting details about you, too. About me? About you and Mr Thornton.
3: Martha's always been a little jealous of my relationship with Master Roger. I was a surrogate father to the young master, and, well, he always showed me a great deal of affection. As I said, you mustn't believe everything she tells you. Are you married, Mr. Wilcox?
1: Married? Me? No. Have you ever been married? No, I have not. Are there no women in your life, Mr. Wilcox? Well, I don't have time for women, Mr. Billings. Must be very lonely for you. Not at all. I have my work to distract me,
3: and the family has always been most kind. As I said, Master Roger was like Ah, yes, Master Roger.
1: Why do you say that? What are you implying? The cook has made some rather salacious allegations about you and Mr. Thornton. Salacious allegations? Something about a scarf what you mean detective sergeant billings she says she saw you take miss whitfield's scarf from mr thornton and tie it over your head and why would i do that to please mr thornton please him to please him mr wilcox i think we both know what i'm talking about i see i suppose you find all this amusing i do not find it in any way amusing mr wilcox You think I'm ridiculous, don't you? You take pleasure in embarrassing me. You're mocking me. I am not mocking you. I am merely... You feel contempt for me. I do not feel contempt for you, Mr Wilcox. Yes, you do. You feel contempt for me
3: and the whole servant class. (laughs) It's pathetic, isn't it? The loyal old
1: butler who stoops to pleasing his young master. That's how you see me, isn't it? Mr. Wilcox, I was only trying to verify an allegation... Well, it's not true, Mr. Billings.
3: I deny it. I deny it most vigorously. Martha is a liar. And if she wants to blacken my name, then I will blacken hers. Martha was a bully,
1: Mr. Billings. She was a sadist and a tyrant. And she made life in this house
3: hell for Gracie.
1: A sadist and a tyrant. Those are strong words, Mr. Wilcox. Would you care to elaborate? Well, let me tell you about the time Gracie
3: mixed up the sugar with
1: the salt.
4: (laughs) Calm down,
3: woman. What is it now?
4: Mr. Wilcox. She she wants to hit me. Who
3: wants to hit you?
4: She does.
3: What the devil is the matter, Martha? Martha.
4: Why is Gracie crying? Gracie's crying because she's a baby. A baby who won't eat her gruel. She hasn't eaten anything all day.
3: Is that true, Gracie?
4: I can't eat it. I won't. You can't make me.
3: But you must eat, Gracie. We can't have hot pot every day. I've had my gruel. Cook's had hers. Now you must eat yours. Where is the gruel?
4: I have the ball here in my hands, Mr Wilcox. I've been chasing her with it, trying to persuade her to eat it.
3: Give it here. Go on, Gracie. Three spoonfuls. No. You must eat. You won't have the strength to do your chores unless you eat it. No. I don't understand why you won't eat it. You've had it before. Cook hasn't made it any differently this morning, have you, Martha?
4: I won't eat it, Mr Wilcox. (laughs) I won't.
3: Uh, Are you afraid that Martha's poisoned it? Is that it? Uh, Look, I'll take a spoonful of it myself first. If I can eat it, then so can you. (coughs) Oh, it's salty.
4: That's right, Mr Wilcox. It's salty. Gracie, tell Mr Wilcox why I put the salt in the gruel instead of sugar Well, go on, tell him Because I filled the wrong pot That's right, I filled the wrong pot That's half a bag of salt the whole bag of oatmeal wasted, Mr Wilcox And who's going to explain that to Mrs Thornton? She's the one who ruined the gruel She's the one who's got to eat it. <laughs> now, come here, that simple-minded <laughs> bit. Let me shove this glue down that throat.
3: No! The two women were screaming and crying like cats in the nighttime, And I was desperately trying to separate them when Master Roger suddenly came barging into the kitchen to tell us off again. Well, he saw Gracie crying and took pity on her. I didn't want to pass my problems with squabbling housemaids to Master Roger. It wasn't his task to settle servants' disputes. So I told him she was having problems settling in, that, uh, that she was homesick. And then Master Roger, being the gentle and kindly man that he is, went towards her and patted her on the head and told her everything was going to be all right. Oh, it cheered her up instantly. She talked of nothing else for the next few days but the kindness which Master Roger had shown towards her and the beautiful smile he'd given her. She was so proud of it. He really was the only person who treated her with any kindness. It's no wonder she...
5: Wilcox, why the delay? Yardley's waiting with the courage to take the detective away.
3: Ah, Mrs. Thornton. I'm afraid Detective Sergeant Billings is not leaving after
5: all. What do you mean he's not leaving? You gave me your word, Detective Sergeant. I've changed my mind. You cannot do that. You gave me your word. Do you think I have lied to you?
1: No, I. I'm not saying that you lied to me. The, there are merely... Some further details I you should like to... You must
5: think I'm an evil harpy and I've been trying to manipulate you.
1: Mrs. Thornton, I assure you... You
5: must think I murdered my own son and bathed in his blood. You gave me your word. You told me yesterday that if I'd talked to you, you would go away. Leave me to mourn in peace.
1: I know I did, but, but I... But
5: what? Do you enjoy doing this?
1: No, I do not. You're,
5: I... You're a sadist, that's what you are. I thought somehow, as a police detective, you would be a better class of person. But you're not. You're just like the rest of them. Like those nasty policemen from York who came here to revel in my misery. Just another upstart who's come to gloat at the distress of the upper classes. You're here to taunt me. Well, I hope it gives you pleasure, I really do. For you'll never see a proud lady more broken than I am. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I tried to warn you, Mr. Billings You have incurred her wrath now I understand it's upsetting for her But we must find out what happened to her son You keep telling yourself that Would you be needing me for anything else,
3: Detective Sergeant Billings?
1: No, that'll be all for now, Wilcox I do need to speak to your mistress once more But I think I'll leave her to calm herself first
3: <laughs> It seems you could do with some calming yourself What do you mean? Your hand trembling again if you're looking for the syringe it is in your room on the floor by your shoes if you need me I'll be in the morning room attending to
0: Mrs Thornton in Death Takes a Lover the parts were played as follows Billings David Ault Doctor and Yardley, Ivan Wilkinson. Wilcox, Andrew Biss. Bella and Matron, Catherine Siggers. Mrs Thornton, Sharon Grunwald. Gracie, Tanya Rich. Martha and Nurse, Frances Brodie Oldridge. Roger, Sean Mendham. Audio Mystery Theatre is free to listen to, but not free to make. If you want to show your appreciation, why not become a patron? Or simply buy us a virtual cup of coffee. The money will go towards the next Audio Mystery Theatre production. You can find the links to my coffee and Patreon account in the show notes.